This is a mini so What's been happening? Ah, feeling very zen at the moment. Are you? Yeah. That's nice. If you haven't noticed. But yeah. I feel kind of like out of it. You seem really mellow. Yeah. Mm. I think when I just, because I just did acupuncture, I always feel like a bit zonked out afterwards. Is that because of like... The energy that you put into it or I think Liz's vibe? I think, yes, the energy and, like, because you go into, like, a meditative trance state while you're on the bed and you semi, like, I, like, drift in and out of, of like, not consciousness, obviously, but, like... Because you have to rest there for a while with well, your Well, she puts thing. on a meditation and, like, it's all, like, she does, like, Palo Santo and, like, you're very grounded. It's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's, like, very, very full on. Um, and then you do, like, deep breath work and everything. And so afterwards you're just kind of like, well, like, I just feel out of it. You need and to like a bit tired. schedule these. Well, later. usually I do them early during the week and then I like get on the train and like have an hour to like kind of digest and then I get to work and I come happy or whatever but yeah yeah Saturdays aren't really great unless I did it like on a Saturday afternoon and then like went home but obviously I never do that so it's hard to um <laughs> obviously I'm way too just like just that. make sure you have a really chilled day you know not, not much alcohol and I was like <sighs> damn it yeah now nah, we'll be good but um that would be nice to do, depending on what her hours are, like to go later at night and then just and go to straight bed. to bed. Yeah, that so would beautiful. be such heaven. Yeah. Um, and I've also been doing a lot of yoga. Mm. Started yoga again. So maybe that's... Slowing down. Helping out my zen. It's pushing you a little farther. <laughs> You're not liking it? So Wait, give me chill. one wine. I'll be back. Don't worry. So chill. How are you? I'm good. That's I'm having good. a really good week. Are you? You yeah. are. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. I'm just feeling really true to myself, as some people would say. Oh. Yeah. Haven't. Gay. Really... <laughs> I'm kidding. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> me. Um, but yeah, this um, episode we're going to run through our favourites of what we're eating, cooking, I think, putting in our face. Yeah, we haven't done this for a while. Watching. Mm. Yeah, so it's like a debrief. So you guys get to come along. Yeah. Um, so you. Do you want me to start? Okay. I do. What are you um, cooking or eating this week? So this week I've been obsessed with toast, and which I think we have been before anyway, but like toast and toast toppings and whatever. Mm. Anyway, I was reading an article, <clears throat> pardon me, on Bon Appetit, and they have voted – this tomato toast, like the best toast of 2019. Jeez. Um, it's called pan con, pan con tomate and it's Spanish. And I remember we ate this in Barcelona last year. It's mm. nothing like you can totally do it at home. It's super easy um, to make. Like it's nothing fancy. It's mm. literally um, like crusty bread, like a ciabatta or a thick sourdough. And then you drizzle that in olive oil and some good quality salt, um, like Yum. a mild on so salt. And then you um, grill it so it gets a bit crispy. 
and then afterwards you rub it with like gooey tomatoes so like the skin and the pulp you can either grate the tomatoes or like smush them with like a knife Yum. to get that texture season it with a ton of salt um, more oil and pepper and you don't do it so that there's like heaps of it's just like a light rubbing almost of tomato, tomato. yeah right. um and then if you want you can add like fresh oregano like garlic chili flakes or even anchovies mm. um, so the tomato is like your base to start with yeah and you can just have it like that. that you don't yeah and then you can like whatever you feel like or whatever you've got in the cupboard Yum. just add on top of it um it's amazing as a snack with wine obviously but works as well just as well if you're like one week away from payday and you don't want to live on noodles like just even if you have like stale bread yes that's fine like just grill it give it a bit more oil like to make it a bit like come to life again chuck on some tomatoes and i think the better they're like the closer the tomatoes are going off the better because they're already smushy yeah yeah I like because they – you're right about the money thing, but that's the way, like, Italians and that eat. Yeah, they, totally. It's it's good, um, basic, really flavorful food. But the fact that they season – like, you olive oil and season your bread mm. just makes it a whole lot tastier. Oh, so good. Um, and you can use, like – you know, use a juicy ripe ones, like a Roma or a Kumato, the, like mm. those green ones. Or, like yeah. – I don't know if they're called that here, but they have those Santorini tomatoes that are all, like – they look a bit – they're not like a beautifully round tomato. They're a bit like funky. How's your father? Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, like all yeah. different shapes and stuff. They're yeah. the best. Like an heirloom? Nah. Um, isn't – yeah, I guess so. I thought heirlooms were like the color, all the different yeah. colored ones. Yeah, they are. But no, yeah, you, like that That would be good too. Mm. What are you – Um, so it's still been super, super cold and I was sick, um, last week. Mm. So, but I helped still Mitch and I went back to the staple of ragu. We spoke about like a, we had Jordan run us through a really nice flavorful one, but, um, we went the other way. We're keeping it simple. So there's a recipe that we follow. But, I mean, once you make it once, you just know yeah, what totally. you're doing. So we do the whole uh, – we braise the beef. Once it's braised, take it out, chuck in your onion, brown mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. chuck in celery and carrot, the usual, cube it up really small. Sofretto. Sofretto, nice and fine. Um, then you throw the beef back in with crushed tomatoes, tomato paste, which gives it a bit more flavor. A couple of beef cubes, again, a bit salty, but whatever. Big cup of red wine, some water. Um, I think that's it. I think there's garlic in there somewhere. Thyme, yeah. dried bay leaves, yeah, yeah, that bay kind leaves. of thing. Right. And then we just leave it for a couple of hours. Super easy. But coming back to that whole um, cheap eats, mm. so it makes a big fat batch. So, like, we right. had it that night when we made it with pasta. And then during the week, we did Mexican, like, lettuce cups. Oh, and that was great. our meat. And then Mitch even made it um, in these little dishes we have, put it in there and puff pastry on top. We made pies. Oh, cute. Yeah, my mum does that. Just, yeah, I love Delicious. when. That's how my mum always made pies, where it was a ramekin. ramekin. with just puff pastry. Yeah, Jordan loves that. Cheats, eats. Yeah. 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 Or you could even have it cold with like a salad for like Wednesday lunch or whatever. It's real tasty. And because the meat's so tender and it's a cheap cut of meat, I'm pretty sure it's chuck. Yeah. Uh, so budget, budget. Totally. Real good. Yum. Mm, let's talk about your purchases. Oh, 
Um, okay, so I haven't personally bought anything. Well, I have. <laughs> ah. Like, but we won't talk about it today. Okay. Um, I want to, so, but I, for my birthday, Jordan bought me um, a Jacquemus Le Chiquito yes. little mini bag in this beautiful, like, emerald crocodile skin green, which I'm just obsessed with. Yes. Um, he's a very good boy. Mm-hmm. And now I'm on the Jack Jack bandwagon, um, but actually Ash Austin wrote a story about these. You should look it up on Women. Um, yes, I think the title was something like "Handbags are getting so small they can hardly fit a tampon." Yeah, which is so true. But I can confirm a tampon can fit, but an iPhone can't. <laughs> Fuck, that's practical. So, but um, on that topic. Mm-hmm. I hate – I'd never done, like, pre-ordering before. Mm. So, I mean, how did you – So what happens is, like, you see a design, right, like, come out on the runway and then you're like, okay, I want that. And I think – I'm not sure how long before the runway show to where you can pre-order it on, like, matches or motor operandi right. or, what, like, Netaport or whatever it mm. is. Um, actually, I don't know if but um they so then you can like pre-order the item and they tell you roughly when you'll get when you can expect to get it so i ordered this in january Fuck. and didn't get it until like a week before my birthday yeah, so the end of july. july and but i was meant to come in april and when i would email them they'd be like oh like it's up to the designer's discretion because he has to make it and then obviously like it gets given to whoever's like on the first come first serve basis yeah. i believe um, so it kept getting kicked back. Yeah. It kept getting kicked back so many times. Um, in theory, I think it's a great idea, particularly for like that product, because it's like hard to get and obviously everyone wants it and like, you can't like buy it everywhere. And, and I, you, and you'll love it forever. Yeah. Like it's a piece. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I just feel like that that's like a big problem with pre-ordering. Because mm. also, like, if you didn't – imagine, like, getting it six months later and you don't want it anymore. Imagine if it was a coat or something. Yeah, like, you didn't like it. I mean, fair enough, you can have it next season, but it's next season. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's something. A downer. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know that But I the would. bag's cute. I know. I'm obsessed with it. I love it. And um, <laughs> when you got it, I was laughing because – you were like, I got this for my birthday. And I was like, oh, I was going to get you that. And you're like, no, you fucking weren't. Like, it's you so buy- expensive. Yeah, but- I would never get you something like that. <laughs> and- if you bought me that, I would fucking die, Steph. I think you'd be like, are you okay? Like, yeah, that's crazy. Are you obsessed with me? You- that's a crazy present. Well, this is one for the shared wardrobe. Uh, oh, thank you. you know? um, but what was funny is I was like, I don't think they're that expensive, surely. And I went back. Where I saw it, and it was those stupid ones. Not stupid, because oh, a lot of people the have the tiny, tiny, the tiny, tiny. I think they're meant to be like they're not necklaces. They are on a leather strap. Yeah, still, but they're just I know what you mean. Little baby, they're baby like ones. as big as like your hand, smaller than your hand, smaller than like your the hand. The palm of yeah. your hand, it would fit in. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a little key, gym. your house key, one house yeah, key, one or a garage key. remote. <laughs> Seriously. That's so fun. Um, are you what, what are you buying? What are you wearing? Um, so since moving out of home, my wardrobe purchases mm. have stopped because you're an adult. Essentially, uh, they've been put on the back burner. Mm. I mean, I'll come back. 
All my money these days is going to homewares, which is nice because you see it and you can show it off True. to your friends. True, yes. And, and your house there. looks beautiful today, actually. Thank you. It's, it's so coming long. together. I spent so long cleaning. I know, okay, but I feel the time like you've it got comes a, to... You've got like a vibe... Happening. Happening. Like you can... Yeah, Across there's the a board. nice flow and um, like aesthetically as well. Yeah. And it, I mean, I think the color of these floorboards really like offset yes. everything. But I mean, by the time it's done, we could have to just move out. Like by the, I mean, oh. I think we're already at six months. Crazy. I'm sure you'll build least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If we want to. If you want. Well, what, are you going to move back home? I don't know. No, definitely yeah. not. This is the problem that I have because if we move out, we'll never want to go back it. home. That's it. I mean, my mom is always, not that I live with my mom before we came here, but my mom's always like, you guys can totally just come back if you need to. Mm. Nah, that'd be like living on top of each other again. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I've bought, uh, a beautiful little coffee table mm. because currently we have a fabric poof, what do you, little ottoman. Yeah. yeah, ottoman. That it's good to put your feet up on. It's pretty big. It's quite kind of like in the way big. It's a, it's a size of a coffee table. Yeah. And so we sit a tray on that and mm. that's like a coffee table. But it has no storage factor because it's just like a cushion right. essentially. So um, there's this site. It's local. Um, not mentioning. But uh, you can get like they get secondhand cane and wicker furniture. Oh. Then like make it clean. Repurpose buff it all it. up. And then sell it. And they oh, sell beautiful. it pretty cheap. So oh, you have to tell I've, me what it is. yeah, I will off the air. <laughs> um, so my latest purchase, I only purchased it this week. Um, and we're going to pick it up tomorrow, Arvo, because I didn't want to pick it up today. So yeah, it's, um, it's got beautiful vintage glass. So that's a bit, um, opaque mm. and then it has storage like, oh, under great. It. So, and it's not too, too big. Mm. We could even probably like. We could even put it to the side and like have that poof still if you need to put your legs up. But you've got a um, like. Oh, is your lounge chase? Yeah, on the on the yeah, window yeah, yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't really need the poof, I guess. Nah. Unless you're we having a lazy here. lizard day. Yeah, you could go in here. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm super That's psyched. Awesome. Um, let's switch to TV or what streaming. Oh no. No, what we're putting no. on our face. Yeah. Let's or body. Swap. What are you putting on your face or body? So I'm not so much putting it on my face or body, but I think everyone would know by now that I'm obsessed with gua sha. So the jade or rose quartz, um, stone mm-hmm. tool that you use to drag along your face. Cause it promotes like lymphatic drainage, um, smooths and plumps your skin. Anyway, this is kind of like that, but in a treatment option. It's called an intraoral facial. Okay. And apparently, like Kate Moss, um, Megan Markle, who else did I write oh. down? Are like big fans. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. That's the one that we only care about, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Anyway, so it helps with. They, they, they pitch it as if like it's good for sagging skin and for lifting and tightening and toning your skin. Mm-hmm. But I found that it really helped with my TMJ. So that temp- TMJ? temporal mandibular joint in like your jaw. like So where your jaw meets like so near that, your that, ear. So that hingy bit. Yeah. And a, if you clench, um, you'll be able to feel it. Like if you clench mm. or grind your teeth at night, that will get really, really sore. So I... 
I never used to grind my teeth until recently, and Jordan does it too. I wake up in the middle of the night, I can hear really? him grinding. And God. there's been research to suggest that if your partner or like someone that you sleep with you or whatever, may start. you can give it to each other. And I don't think he ever used to do it either. So maybe like they say it's brought on by like stress and other things. I don't know. Or like back pain, neck pain can all kind of like lead into that area of tension. Um, But yeah, I hear him every night. I have to wake him up to stop because you grind away at your teeth and enamel. But yeah, it's like my jaw is always so locked up and clenched. Um, Anyway, so a couple of weeks ago, I had the jaw-unlocking pleasure of going to see Isabella at the Dermal Diary in North Sydney, where she specializes in this treatment. It's called the Intrinsic Facial Experience, which is an intraoral technique. So her fingers are like in your mouth. She's got gloves on. Um, (laughs) And she massages the muscles around like... I guess, inside of your lip and then all up in and around your mouth to release the tension and sculpt the face. Wow. I took a video that we'll put up on Instagram because it's hard to explain. Um, It wasn't uncomfortable. It was amazing. It was like pure bliss. She also like massages your lips. So she puts her fingers over your lips and like pumps them up and pouts them. That would be the nicest Um, Which is beautiful as well. So not only does it have immediate results because you feel all that tension release. But it's also said to be great for sagging skin, which I think is interesting. Um, mm-hmm. And I definitely recommend. And I also think you can probably do this yourself at home. Yeah. There'd be a YouTube video clip that you can look into. and Because all you need is your hands, some gloves, and then oil or whatever mm. for outside your face. And she starts by working outside your face and then she gets in and does it it's kind of I is guess, she like, rubbing or is she pushing she's pushing and pulling and stretching, oh, and, stretching. and rubbing and like massaging that'd yeah. be good if you get a rhythm going like yeah like hook your thumb and she wasn't in. in there for long so you, oh, right. it's not like one of those things where you're like fuck i need to like spend five minutes here i don't have yeah. time and like make sure it goes down to the yeah, drainage no points. like do it two minutes like, yeah it's fine. okay well especially when um you can sense like lockjaw coming on mm. or it's getting like really stiff. Or you like get into one point and you're like, oh yeah, that feels good. And then you work on that a bit better. Yeah. Like yeah. I use my gua sha on like a sharp corner and I... On this point? I put it into that jaw point. So in between, like if you unlock your jaw, there's a point in there between where your jaw meets like near your ear. Yeah. And you can put it in there and, like, get in there. And, like, it makes you, like, one eye closed. You're like, Ugh. Like, you know when girls, like, scratch <laughs> yes. And you should see us now. We're both like, ah. Uh? Yeah. Oh. Or if you, like, move that your jaw side to side. That's nice. I get really scared. Um, that you're going to Because I've had locked jaw and then. Um, Do they have to put their finger up your bum? No. Is that just... only for dogs? <laughs> Is that what happens? That's to get your dog off another I, dog. No, I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyway, but what are you putting on your face? I think that sounds super interesting. Um, me, we spoke about in our clean beauty app about, um, her barrio, her barrio mm. cleansing powder, which you had mentioned is great. And I said, you've given that to me and I never used it because I didn't know what to do with it, but I figured it out. You told me. Yeah. Mix, I didn't know if it mattered anyway. what you mix with. Yeah. So mm. it's a powder. And it comes with a little wooden spoon and um, it was just sitting on my bathroom shelf because, you know, I didn't know what to do with it. But I did what you told me and I really like it. 
you can customize the harshness of the grain, which mm. you told me, which is good, I guess. So, um, accidentally the first time I made mine really pasty, mm. but that worked out. So the grains weren't, um, they weren't as coarse, weren't right. too hard on my skin and it, my skin so, felt super soft to touch afterwards and it wasn't inflamed or angry, which mm. is a major point because even if I exfoliate with something that's like super gentle, mm. my skin's always like, whoa. What the fuck did you do? It's just a mix of dried herbs into a powder form, I'm Maybe quite sure. that's the key because mm. they would be, um, I'm sure they so they're have not anti-inflammatory purposes. But they're also not Sandy. hard or like, you know, uh, like if you're using like a salt scrub or a sand scrub yes. or something, which you don't really put on your face, but. Salt, well, even do. like a coffee scrub that yeah, they say you can put the, on your face. The, that tiny little element that you're using has harsh, sharp edges, whereas the herbs are probably finer so they don't scratch at your skin. Mm. It's essentially like, yeah, like a dry leaf kind of yeah. thing, not a dry bead. Yes. Yeah. It's because like, you know how they say some scrubs can be too harsh and make micro tears in your skin? Yeah, exactly. Which That's is why. like all of our high school nightmares with that apricot scrub. Oh, that Gigi Hadid reckons she uses. Oh, really? Piss off. You better not. Sen um, Ives, apricot scrub. Yeah, Sen Ives. Anyway. Um, Put it, it in the bin. That whole, my face needs a polish thing done. And it's natural, right? So plus plus. Perfect. That's great. Mm. Yes. Um, you can also mix that with a cleansing oil just to make it a bit more like sexy and and nourishing hydrating yeah i read that but as soon as i read like i should use the herbaria oil i was like oh i don't have any water will do no you can use any oil you could even use coconut oil from the kitchen or olive oil Mm. you don't have to oils will be good also it wouldn't um not that it does but it wouldn't disintegrate like away with the water yeah 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 it's actually really nice so Mm. i added that to my list so next up, we're doing what we're watching. Yeah. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I love Korean television. I don't know this. Yeah. So like all... I also <laughs> feel like sometimes when I think of you as my friend, it's like Kelsey's that one that doesn't watch TV. Oh, really? You're always so busy, but here we go. No, What's I watch... guilty pleasure? I watch TV. I, I like... I watch a lot of... Um, Hey You and Netflix and Stan. I don't watch like normal TV and like no. Big Little Lies and stuff. Yeah, so you're... you're I well, wish I could just, watch more TV. At least you're streaming what you want there. Yeah. Um, but at the moment I'm watching... Yeah, so I, on Netflix I have like a big Korean selection and like... Crazy. Once you start watching some, then they obviously... Tell, like the algorithm Suggested. works. To, yeah, and I'm like, yep, what's next? There's actually so many good ones. The only problem is is that you have to obviously read subtitles unless you can speak Korean. Oh, and Korean. then you get... You get sidetracked from the food. Yeah, but they they're obsessed with food. Are they? They're obsessed with food. The way that they talk about food and the feelings that they show and the expressions. Speaks I don't to know. You it's on a so cute. Level. Yeah. It's just really nice. But this show is called Chef and My Fridge, and it's oh. on Netflix. I've seen every episode like three times. <laughs> um, it's a cooking competition show where they get Korean celebrities. To come on and bring their actual fridges. Oh. So they like, and they'll show you going there with a ute, getting into their apartment, getting their fridge, and then they take it to the studio. And then they've got celeb chefs there that cook using ingredients inside their fridge. So cool. you can tell some of the celebs have like gone shopping and stocked their fridge with 
like amazing stuff like we went and bought truffles or like abalone they love all these like weird stuff yeah. um and then they've got like all this like dom perignon oh. like you know all that and they'll be like oh fans sent that to me or whatever it's like righto you know that you were coming on this show yeah um and they've cleaned out their fridge and they've like put everything back in like all the same containers all the same sizes and like rejigged it or that. whatever that i would do me. that too yeah. <laughs> um, but then you've got the other celebs that don't care and they've got um an empty fridge or you know they've got leftovers in random tupperware containers and you know and then the, it works by um They tell the chefs what they want them to cook for them. So it might be like, make me something that I can make myself when I'm hungover or Mm. make me something when my wife's coming home late for dinner and I want to impress her or something. And then they've got two chefs on each team. Like they go head, like one chef on each team, then they go head to head and they make something using the ingredients in the fridge in 15 minutes and then everyone judges it. So they use the one celebs fridge and they have two chefs that are both going to make like a hangover meal. Yeah. But oh, cool. And then they'll have like two celebs on, so they'll do one and then the other. I think it goes for like 60 minutes a show. It's great. Um, Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah. It's actually interesting because like if, or they'll be like, make me something like a dessert. And obviously they're like highly technically skilled um, chefs and like you watch how they cut things and stuff. But it's quite educational because they make like weird stuff. But they also have like, I don't know, like peanut butter and ice cream or something. And they've made something cool in 15 minutes that you could also maybe make. Yeah. Uh, That would be great inspirational stuff. Yeah. Mm. That's interesting. That sounds fun. So have a go of that. Oh, I might. What are you watching? Um... I am a bit late to the party on it. I don't know if you've watched it, but Mitch and I watched The Great Hack. I have not watched it. I did not get to the end of it. What is it? um, So essentially it's a documentary that delves into that whole Facebook personal data, phones listening to your conversation, targeted advertising. um, Like there was a scene, uh, not a scene, but there was a a part in it where um, they had a, a room full of people in the person at the front was like who thinks that their phone listens to them based on like what happens mm. sometimes and everyone put their hand up mm. um so i'm not even i'm not sure why i'm not shocked by like my mum would be like oh my god turn off your you know but i'm just not shocked i don't that- i don't really i think we as a generation are less worried about our security and privacy because what who cares like what are they going to find out about me we grew up with the internet but when i was growing up my parents were always like do not put this on the internet do not write yeah you're from sydney do not write like Mm. well we're all very out there i get like it's scary if you want to if you're getting your identity stolen but the people that are in charge of doing like infiltrating your phones isn't that the government Yes, so they already know all this shit anyway. There's a company um, that they spoke about called Cambridge Analytica, and I'd never heard of it, but when they had that whole um, Facebook data was hacked and Mm, they interviewed Mark Zuckerberg and he was talking about Cambridge Analytica, Mm. is a company that they hired. So Mark Zuckerberg was saying that Cambridge Analytica did the wrong thing by something with the data. But a good example that they used that I was telling Mitch's mum about just to like blow people's minds... There was an election, um, I think, in mm-hmm. Nigeria or Africa. Mm. Same. Um, and so it's kind of like propaganda. So there was the Africans and the Indians of the country, and they didn't want the – I think they didn't want the Africans to get re-elected. But all the young youths 
in the country really were drawn to the Africans and all their parents had told them all their lives to vote for the Africans, not the Indians. So uh, instead of Cambridge Analytica came up with a plan that instead of telling them who to vote for, they started this whole propaganda thing um, aimed at the youth to say it's cool. It's not Mm. cool to vote because obviously it's not compulsory to vote. So if they could, could brainwash the kids into not voting, then they the Africans wouldn't even have enough votes anyway to win, they if that makes sense. They did that with Bre- Brexit as well. Did they? Yes, because my boss was telling me that Facebook targeted people in certain demographics and certain um, yes. it, like living... Um, what's the word I'm situations socioeconomic um, socioeconomic yeah. backgrounds and designed adver- advertisements around that on Facebook to swing their votes uh, and it worked see it hasn't so we're not really across it because even with the American election they were saying um, when Trump got in or before when, when Hillary and Trump were running that Facebook uh, to US citizens um, had this survey that they wanted you to click on and do and it just asked various questions um, about people's personality. So then they got all kind of like the weak ones that were easily swayed or whatever questions they were asking where it was like, do you care about this or do you care about this? And they didn't really. Then they would just start targeting to the people that, you know, I'm not this way or this way. I'm just whatever. So they... Scary. Yeah. So it has... We haven't seen any of that come across Facebook because... Well, they you know. don't really do that. Like, the only um, advertising that I see is obviously, like, TV advertorial ad- advertisements where they're like, oh, ScoMo won't do this or whatever. And then they obviously have the ones, like, in your electorate where they put other people to yeah. vote for or whatever. But I feel like in Australia, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, you kind of vote with who, like, your family your vote for, for and who your friends are really voting for and where you're from. Like, I feel like yeah. we're in Shire. It's we- quite one way or the other, yeah. like... I don't know. Well, but true, like I vote for who my parents voted for, but but you grow up with my parents were always very vocal in why but I mean why I should vote that way not the other. Mm. Or I don't know. You grow up thinking one party's wrong, one party's right. When as you get older then you become more educated and yeah. you care more about things because it affects you more in your own personal life and you know things change. So I think it's also exactly. Education's a tool, so you should be. If you are allowed to vote, you should vote, and you should educate yourself. Have an make, educated vote. Yeah, and you know, use it. Use that as an advantage. You're lucky you're allowed to vote. Exactly. But um. God, we're getting all of it. <laughs> it's well, not very bad. Busy of us. Definitely not getting. I'm never going political. Um, <laughs> but things like even when we uh we we had five minutes with Mukti on our Clean Beauty app, mm. and then. I don't know if it was because our documents had Mukti's company name and website or our podcast had a website, but all my Instagram now is just yeah, same, Mukti, Mukti, Mukti. Same. Not a bad thing. Beautiful product. Or because we talked about it and heard it. Yeah. Mm. So, but does it phase me? No. It's Maybe you like could ex- do that to your boyfriend, like in front of his phone, like say like something that Jungle you really struggles. want. Yeah. And then it just keeps coming up and he's like, fuck, all right, I'll buy it. Yeah. <laughs> telling me she'd love it. Moving on. Moving on. What we're reading. Okay, so we want to talk about book club. I've been telling everybody about the book club. Yeah. We have a bad and busy book club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's on social, so check it out, and we'll also give you um, some more information on where to find. We've got like a list. We've got a going, forthgoing Google Sheet yes. doc thing with um, all our recommendations, what we're reading, what we've read, and then what you've recommended. And we're going to kind of put them into categories like easy read, great for a holiday read, mm. commute, s- yeah, that pick kind up, of thing, put down, practical little tippies, yeah. um, and try and like put all of the recommendations that you've been getting into one easy spot. Cause I like screenshot so many and then I've got to go back through my camera roll and I'm like, Oh, she said this and she said that this is just easy. I'm just going to brain dump mm. it all into one spot. It's almost, uh, it makes reading so much easier because as soon as you finish a book and then you think, what can I read? Like there's a whole list. Just pick one. Yeah. Start it. Don't like it. There's still a whole list. Mm-hmm. Pick another. It gets you reading. It really does. It it got me reading too. And tell us what you like and what you don't like and, you know, we can talk about it. Mm. So we both are a bit late to the Sally Rooney Mm. party. Yes. But we both have read Normal People and we read that before Conversations with Friends, which is her new book. I mean, her first book. Yeah, so we, we or, did it I'm backwards. I'm not sure if it was her first book, but it's... I think Conversation... Yeah, but it, Conversations with Friends came first. Yeah. Um, I didn't really like it. I didn't think it was all it was hyped up to be. I... Normal people. enjoyed the story. I always like... I, I can... I think some people would find the jumping back and forth a bit confusing, but I kept up with it. Mm, no. Yeah. And now some people are like, I don't know where I'm up to I now. just found it a bit depressing and like, and then it had no fucking ending. I just, I think I, it wasn't a waste of time. I enjoyed the story, but it went nowhere. I, I didn't get anything out of it, to be honest. I don't know if I enjoyed this. I don't think I enjoyed the story. The characters' stories didn't end. It didn't come to a, to a head. I just was mm. a bit like, really? I mm. don't know. Easy read, but. But. Conversations with friends is much better. I'm really, I've got 10% left. Yes. I'm very, very, I think it's much better. I, but it wasn't what I thought it was going to be either. No, but also because I, we, well, I started it literally on the back of the other one. Yeah. I had a weird kind of transition phase where I was like, what, wait, what story? And where is this character? Uh, you know what confused. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I was getting a bit confused, but I'm super into it now. I do really like the story. Um, I like her style of writing. It's super, this is an easy pick up, put down. You could read it all in a weekend or less. Like it's one of those. Yeah. It's. Our Kindle says, um, gives us info. Yeah. It says that um, you can read conversations with friends in four hours. Mm. Probably less if you Mm. really wanted to. Mm. I think it's a good, like, chick flick, millennial-esque book. I don't know. Sally Rooney's born in 91, so that's when I was born. Oh, there you go. Isn't that interesting? That's cool. That's very cool. Go, girl. Yeah, I like her style of writing. uh, But you're right. It's I... um, I think either one of them, maybe conversations with friends, if you're not sure, maybe start with that one. Mm. If you're going to our book club list, because it's like, it's an easy read and yeah. it, you, your mind needs to get back into reading. I think if you haven't read for a while, totally. And, an and easy, then after that, you're like, yes, I love reading. Yeah. And this kind of story, the conversation with friends, mm. it's a good, like, yeah, you want to read more. I keep Picking it up, like not wanting, yeah. not wanting to put it down, and that's what you need. So that's to good. get your love of reading back. Oh, I wanted to ask you. So I got a Kindle for my birthday, yes. and 
you know how they have highlighted sections and it's yes. like 358 people highlighted this? Yes. What does that mean? So you can highlight. So it won't come up. If you highlight um, a f- paragraph or a sentence in a book and no one else in the whole world has, then it won't get noted. But until it hits like a certain point, obviously some Is that for other people's book clubs? And they're, talk- they're actually going and reviewing the book and, like, talking about it. Maybe, but you know how some people have to read things for school? Yeah. And I think kids I think kids these days would be all on technology, wouldn't they? Yeah. I mean, maybe not even in Australia. It's a good idea. Maybe somewhere else. But, yeah, obviously um, – but it's kind of distracting because then I read it, like – Oh, why is I know. this such an I'm important like, sentence? I know. I'm like, trying, I'm like, am I not smart enough? Yeah. I got the first few in conversations with friends because they kept highlighting when she would say that she had a conversation with her friend. Oh, my God. Like, okay. I didn't pick up on that. I was like, okay, so maybe someone's doing, like, an essay on this and, like, picking up on when she keeps saying it. But then throughout the book there'd be ones where she'd said that and, like, not it wasn't highlighted. And I was like, dumb, you forgot this one. Like, <laughs> You guys, like, none of you. Not even 358 <laughs> of you. Idiots. <laughs> but if anyone knows what that is or what that means, let us know. And it would be interesting to know if yeah. you could – make like a virtual Amazon um, like book club or like you were all reading this book at the same time. Let's all go in and check the highlights or something. If anyone knows oh, if there's something yeah, cool that we, we could do. Those? Yeah. Maybe you can like, um, like a cliff notes for yeah. the book. Mm, something cool. Mm. Anyway, what was the last thing that we're doing this week? Oh my God. What we're drinking. So Steph, shot a very cute Natty Beauty Natty Wine collab for um, Instagram for us. So we've picked like a few of our favorite um, natural wines that we're drinking at the moment and a few of our favorite natural beauty products that go with. So it's just a cute little fun thing. We'll put that up on Instagram soon, I think. Also with a little bit of food. Maybe we'll do one today. Yeah. Oh, she's got little props and stuff. Well, it was cute. So... This week's we're drinking. Um, it's a Made by Monks 2018 Chardonnay. It's mm. really cute. It's a really cute. It's really yum, and it's got a cute bottle, obviously, because that's how we roll. How we pick our wines, you know. Um, I'm gonna nice. put up that pick actually. Okay. Okay. Also, so uh, a lot of you've been asking about our show notes, etc. Um, which usually go in where where you listen to our podcast. There's links and things, but we're going to make it easier. We've decided to put all our info into a newsletter. In, I know. We're getting technological savvy, including Google Docs, the book club, info and links on where to buy the products we mentioned, our wine recommendations, our recipes, etc. That would be a very, very good one because... We do skip through our recipes quite fast, but we can link them now. Mm-hmm. All in one easy place that gets delivered right to your inbox, so you don't even have to remember to find it later. All you've got to do is add your email address here, which we will put this in the show notes. It's badandbusy.substack.com. So they go in and they put their email in and hit enter, do they? Yeah, like if you type in bad and busy substack.com it just comes up being like subscribe to this newsletter and then oh. you just like you would not subscribe to a yeah. normal newsletter then you just whack your email address in press enter and and then we will it. contact you shortly 
Uh, we've also started an IGTV account. I don't know if you've seen. Kels put up some clean beauty um, and uh, some beautiful adaptogen bars. And I put up some nice veggies through Instagram. So follow us at Listen to Bad and Busy while we're running through some of our favorite recipes and our beauty cabinets. Yeah. Um, remember to like and subscribe. So on the podcast, wherever you listen, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever, mm-hmm. like us on Facebook where we share interesting articles and thoughts and you can even join our private Facebook group Yes, to um, join in on all the banter and pick our brains. Please do. The more the merrier. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, guys. It's been great. Bye. Bye.